Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Welcome to another episode of Encourage Mindset. I'm your host, Ethan Vandehei. And alongside me today, I have another special guest, Lisa Brewer. Welcome to the show, Lisa. I'm excited to have you on. And why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and who you are? Sure. Thanks, Ethan. I'm excited to be here. I am a leadership and executive coach that does a lot of work on habits, mindset, and time management. I work with better up clients and with a company called the leader inside you as well as having an independent practice i've taught classes on time management on self-care and on habit formation and personally i have a science of willpower program and a positive intelligence program so kind of diverse but all in the area of how do we find peace? How do we control our time? How do we act from a place of intention so that we can bring to life what's important to us? That's awesome. Everything you just said right there is something that I try to talk about on these episodes on Encourage Mindset. So I'm loving that you're a guest today. And today, I think we're going to be talking about something awesome and different that we never covered before. And that is an experience of meditation. And Lisa, you're the expert on this. You're the go-to for this. I'm going to let you run this episode through today. Sounds awesome. So the first thing that I want to share is that many people think that, oh, I've tried meditation and it doesn't work for me. I don't know how to do it. It doesn't, I don't know how to do it right. So before I bring people through the experience, I want to give a little bit of information about what meditation is and what it isn't so that as we do the experience, people don't feel they're doing it wrong. I have a lot of clients that say, oh, when I'm meditating, I can't calm my mind. Meditation is not about calming your mind. Calming your mind is an outcome of meditation. The goal of meditation is to be able to notice where your mind is going. In the early stages of meditation, our mind is going every place other than what we're focusing on, whether that's a guided meditation, that's our breath, that's a candle, that's words that we want to focus on, a piece of music. There's so many things that we can meditate on. We can even meditate as we're driving to the grocery store if all we're focused on is driving. We're not listening to music. We're not having our thoughts go. The basics for meditation are pretty simple. You choose a focal point. And anytime your mind thinks of something else, you notice and you just gently refocus on your focal point. Let's take driving as an example. You're driving down the road, you think of your shopping list. It's like, okay, let me refocus on driving. You're driving, you think about 
an appointment you have later in the day. It's okay. You just refocus on driving. You go a few minutes down and you think of your favorite song. That's okay. Just refocus on driving. So it's literally just refocus, 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 refocus. People with ADD actually get to be the best meditators because they have to refocus so often. The more your mind is wandering and the more you're noticing your mind is wandering, the more you're doing meditation right. When you get lost in thought, which will happen, and you're gone for like a minute or two, that is the definition of not being mindful because you're supposed to be focusing on the focal point and yet your mind is someplace else. What happens as we develop a meditation practice is that we gain control over our mind. We have the ability to notice where our mind is going and until we know where our mind is going, we have no control. A personal example is that when I first started meditating, I was managing a project that was being implemented for the very first time. I'm a people pleaser. I like to help thing people. I like to get things done. So people would bring up problems because that's the stage of the project we were in. And I would immediately go to solve the problem. I didn't stop to figure out what problem am I trying to solve? Did they communicate it in a way that was effective? And so I created so much rework because I was not taking the moment to pause. Once I started to meditate, I built the ability to notice, wait a second, I want to immediately solve that problem, but what is needed now? Do I need to understand what they're saying more? Is this a problem that's already been solved? Do I need to pull other people in? Without the pause, we are victim to our automatic behaviors our automatic behaviors of mind, of action. So meditation is all about being able to interrupt that and act with intention. I just want to pause and make sure does this sound useful and meaningful? Really enjoying this because you brought up a car example, but it just relates to so many other things. So many people, they want to focus on a task at work or they want to focus on going to the gym or they want to just they have all these goals, but you're right. They don't get their mind in the right place to attack those goals. So that's kind of where my brain was on that thinking process of what you said. But when I'm teaching productivity classes and time management classes, this is a portion of it because you can use techniques like the Pomodoro technique where you set aside blocks of time and eliminate distractions. But if your mind is a distraction, how productive are you going to be in that time? So when you can get control over your mind, you create time in your day that you didn't have before. With that as a background, um, let's start with a very simple technique that I call the three breath technique. So I know our viewing audience can't see me, but I'm going to do this with my eyes closed. And I invite you to do it with your eyes closed too, because I find that it's easier to concentrate and to really get the impact. The eyes closed. Let's take a nice deep inhale. A slow exhale. Pause, a deep inhale, a slow exhale, pause, a deep inhale, and a slow exhale. 
Ethan, do you feel any different? I honestly just feel relaxed when you took those three seconds to do those breath intakes and breath outtakes. It just makes your mind feel more clear. Yes. So here's the science behind it. When we have an exhale that is longer than our inhale, and I tried to make it, you know, at least 50% longer than the inhale, then it activates our parasympathetic nervous system, which is the opposite of the stress response. When we're stressed, we feel more anxious, we feel more adrenaline rush, we get into action, we're really ready to move. The parasympathetic helps us to calm down, it brings blood to our prefrontal cortex, we're more creative, we're more open, we're more curious. By simply incorporating this three breath technique into your day, it's a way of immediately lowering your stress response and it's an easy access to mindfulness. I have a lot of clients where I say, do this technique before and after a meeting so that you can really focus well in a meeting. Or if you've got a major presentation that's coming up, this is a really simple technique that you can use immediately. If you're in the middle of a interview or a meeting with a senior leader, someone that you're really stressed to be around, you can do it with your eyes open. It's just a matter of maybe count in for four and out for eight so that you're doing it. It's an easy in the moment stress reliever. If you haven't experienced it, it's a great starting point. One of the challenges with meditation is that people find that, oh my gosh, my brain is all over the place. I just, it, it creates anxiety. So I wanna bring people through a meditation right now. And here's the thing to focus on. Focus on my voice. And I'm gonna guide us through a very simple body scan, which is simply bringing us through concentrating on different parts of our body. If you find that you've disappeared, that you're often thought, that's okay, hopefully my mind will remind you that we're meditating, and you come back and you just refocus, and you get lost in thought and you refocus, you get lost in thought, you refocus. Ethan, if you wouldn't mind, well, I guess I'll look at the time. I have a tendency to get lost in meditation. It ends up a lot longer than I thought it would be. So let's just give this a shot. So start by getting in a relaxed position where you're alert, but not so relaxed that you're going to fall asleep and gently close your eyes if you'd like. And then let's take a nice deep inhale. A slow exhale. A deep inhale. A slow exhale. A deep inhale. And a slow exhale. Now just allow your breathing to return to normal and focus your laser focused attention on your scalp and notice all the sensations in your scalp. Is there tension? What's the temperature? Are there any sensations? Does it feel like there's any movement there? 
just notice your scalp and if thoughts arise, just gently refocus on your scalp. Focus your laser attention on your forehead. You may want to relax the space between your eyes. Just totally focus on and relax, relieve any tension from your brow. And now focus on the area around your eyes. Is there something that needs to relax there, something to let go and just allow peace to enter that upper portion of your face? And now focus on the lower portion of your face. You may want to unhinge your jaw and just allow your entire face to feel relaxed and at peace. Now move your attention to your shoulders. You may want to imagine that you're under a gentle warm waterfall or in a shower that's just washing all the tension away from your shoulders. And if your mind wanders, just gently refocus on your shoulders. And now move your attention down to your arms. Notice where they may be making contact with your chair or another surface. You may want to notice the temperature of your arms. What sensations are there? Can you feel any fabric touching your arms? And now focus on your hands. There's so much to notice in our hands. Are your fingers straight or curled? Can you feel any air movement on your hand or any temperature of the surrounding area? Can you feel your, touch, your fingers touching each other? Just notice any sensation that you can find in your hand. And if thoughts arise, just gently refocus on your hands. And now put one hand on your belly and notice how it moves with each breath that you take. You may notice the sensation of your shirt and what it feels like against your hand, how that sensation changes with each breath. You may notice the temperature of your hand against your belly through your shirt. Just notice everything there is to notice. Now move your attention to your breath. What do you notice about your breath? What's the speed of your breath? Are you breathing deeply or shallowly? Is your breath smooth or jagged? Just notice everything there is to notice about your breath. 
And if your mind wanders, just gently refocus on your breath. Now let's take one nice deep inhale. A slow exhale. Deep inhale. A slow exhale. A deep inhale. Slow exhale. And let's open our eyes and come back together. Okay, Ethan, I'm going to pick on you because you're the only person I can talk to right now. What was your experience of this? There was a couple times where I had to reshape my focus when you said, think of your breath, track your breath, do a slow inhale, slow exhale. I was like, oh, I can track my breath. I have my Apple watch on me. I can see what I am. I can see if I'm slowed down. So then I kind of had to refocus there. The hands, when you're feeling your fingers, I could, I could feel that. I could feel my t-shirt. I could feel when you said, put your hand on your chest and, and feel that or your stomach. I could feel that. So great experience. It makes you feel calm. It makes you feel at peace, which I think is the big focus of this. When you're so high volume of stress in your environment, I think this is a great exercise to do. And I'm so happy you experienced that. For those people that did not experience that, I don't want you to feel like there's something you did that's wrong. Some people I bring this through, bring them through this. I'm like, uh, my, my, my mind was all over the place. I could not concentrate. I thank goodness for your voice. Cause otherwise I would never have been able to stay focused and that's okay too, because we all are starting at this from a different point. And so the thing to watch over time is does your concentration improve? So a little statistics on this, it generally takes three cumulative hours of meditation for individuals to start to notice a difference, for them to start to see how this is impacting their lives. Although I have had clients where they feel it immediately, it's not always the case. After 11 cumulative hours of meditation, changes in brain activity actually show up on functional MRI machines. This is, meditation has been around for thousands of years and now we have the science to, to reinforce why have people been doing this for thousands of years? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I agree with what you said there on the ability to concentrate and improve over time. And for those listening, I would say how I started, I started like a little, a little wobbly at first during the experience. But then when you got through the process, we moved through multiple experiences through different body parts, then I could feel the experience really working. But for the first couple, it was really just getting a sense of where I am. Let's slow down myself. And so my follow-up question for you then is, if you teach this and you're out here teaching this to your clients, how often do you use it yourself then? 
How I started meditating and how I meditate now are different. There's two things. So there's meditation and there's mindfulness. Meditation helps with mindfulness. Mindfulness would be what we described in terms of driving. Mindfulness is how present can you be in this moment instead of being thinking about other things. When I started out, I first <laughs> to make people feel better, I was in a six weeks meditation class and it took me five weeks to get started. So I really, and this is before I learned a whole bunch of coaching tips where you need to celebrate your progress along the way. So even if all you can do is get in the three breath technique once or twice a day as a starting point, that's fabulous and celebrate that. And then you can work your way up. Maybe you start with one minute meditations, then three minute meditations, and you work your way up as it feels appropriate for you. When I first got started, I did five minutes once a day. Then I moved to five minutes twice a day. During that, I was doing what I call in the moment mindfulness. So I was finding what are ways that I could be very mindful at different times. So for me, every time I washed my hands, I would make washing my hands a meditation where I was focusing on the temperature of the water, the slipperiness of the soap, the roughness of the towel. And anytime my mind went someplace else, I refocused on washing my hands. As I was walking from one meeting to another, which I frequently did by myself, I would notice my feet on the ground. I would notice how my arms were swinging if I wasn't holding a computer, but I would just be very in my body. And I would try to do that a few times during the day. What really turned things around for me was when I could figure out how to get it to be part of my routine. Because I was driving into an office every day, I would meditate in my car when I arrived in the parking lot because I knew how long it would take me. How much time did I have before I had to do my first thing? Did I have five minutes? Did I have 15 minutes? And I would do the same thing when I was leaving work. I'd meditate in my car before going home because did I have to hit a grocery store? Did I have to take my kids to gymnastics practice? What did I have to do? It's pretty remarkable to be a coach because you get to be coached by a bunch of other people. So I've had so much coaching over the years that mindfulness has become more a part of who I am. And so I now practice in the moment mindfulness more than sitting meditation. I'll now do sitting meditation if I have two or three minutes before a client shows up, or I'll do a walking meditation while I'm walking my dog. Because I've developed that ability to concentrate, I can do meditation while I'm in activity more than I could when I started. Awesome. Thank you for answering my question. The I don't really have any other questions. I just really appreciated this experience and this opportunity and for you to share this practice with everyone who's going to listen to this episode and anyone who can just maybe utilize this, like you said, one or twice a day, maybe three times, or maybe use it throughout the week, whatever it may be. This is not a very long thing to do. It doesn't take as much time as people probably think meditation does, which a lot of people maybe need to understand is meditation doesn't take an hour of your time or 30 minutes of your time. It literally took us what 
I timed us. We were about five, five and a half minutes. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say not that long. And for that to make such a positive difference, it's it's like making your bed in the morning. Bam, it doesn't take that long. You just got to do it. So thank you so much. But before we go, do you have anything else you want to share with the Encourage Mindset podcast today? The big thing is celebrate. Don't make it harder than it needs to be for yourself. You know, start out slowly, celebrate progress, notice what impact things are having on you. And just know that anything that you learn from this podcast or prior podcasts, the key thing is what are you going to put into action? Because if all you're doing is thinking about it, your life isn't going to change. What's one very simple thing that you can adopt to put into practice? And I encourage you to do it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for this experience and this opportunity today. And let's stay in touch. Hey, one more thing. If people want to get in touch with me at all, just look up Lisa Brewer Coaching. I'm on LinkedIn, YouTube, and that's my website. Perfect. Awesome. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.